De facto podcast is privileged to have been founded on Wadjuk Noongar land. We pay our respects to the traditional owners of this land and express our sincere gratitude for their ongoing guidance as we work in their community. another episode of Day Facto where we discuss our 9 to 5 kind of relationships in another podcast literally no one asked for. I'm Nicolette. I'm Kate. And we are again excited to be back. Yes, we are. And we're also here with Lainey, our lovely producer. Big shout out to Lainey. And today's sponsors, da-da-da-da, Dippity Bix. Dippity Bix. You can find these in the cracker section at Kiehl's. And I tell you, with all these sponsors and these food ideas, you can put together a nice little Chrissy hamper. Little Chrissy, Chrissy, uh, Chrissy, Chrissy gift box. Your $20 <laughs> gifts. Pop them in. Great idea. Fantastic idea. All right. On today's episode, we're actually mostly um, talking about my suspected narcissistic ex-boyfriend. So um, we talk about some traits. We talk about some like low-key red flags. um, And then I basically just list off all the traits that I noticed and how I noticed it. um, And then Nicolette steps in at the end and tells you what uh, you should do if your friend is with a narcissist. (laughs) If you're on the outside of this relationship. And of course, as always, it is um, obviously a great chat, but obviously a little bit more serious. Although, you know, we're just funny people, so of course there's going to be some humour tied in there. Yeah, and we do like to lighten the load. <laughs> we, we do. We don't ever have serious conversations, about as serious as it gets, but, you know, it's still a good chat. Important. Let's, let's get, get into, into it. it. All right, Kate, let's kick us off. How was your weekend? Uh, yeah, pretty tame. I went out, had a cocktail night with my friends. That's nice. Um, ran into... Hot guy from high school reunion. Oh, yes. Well, the I was, stars are aligning. I know. I was like, oh my God, girls, that's that's the hot guy with the glow up from the high school reunion. And then my friend throws me under the bus and goes, are you Dan from her podcast? <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but no, he did message me. He did want to listen to the oh, podcast. Oh, so maybe she didn't throw you under the bus. Maybe she actually, you know, planted the seed. Yes. Well, I think I actually planted the seed in the podcast oh. how many episodes ago. So, you know, shout out to myself <laughs> post um for doing past kate getting the work done planting the seed early well done. um i yeah so that happened um what else happened i not much not much <laughs> but i was reminded of this i was reminded of a story one of my personal stories that i don't know if you know this nicolette this story Ooh. um i went out for my friend's birthday probably a year ago now literally a year ago ABBA themed. So I'm wearing these like high-waisted glittery pants, Cute. right? Are they the ones I've borrowed before? I yes. So. Yeah. They're Nina's, my sister-in-law's. Thanks, Great Nina. pants. Thanks, Nina. We go out. We're at like uh, um, in in the city somewhere, some big dance place, right? Cool. I go to the toilet, pull my pants down, pee, go to pull my pants up. My knickers, they're already up. <laughs> oh, so you paid your knickers up and you didn't realise. Wow. <laughs> because they were, they were like a very like a, a seamless G-banger. So they're practically a shoestring. Didn't even realise. I didn't know well, what. And after this, a few cocktails. It's practically all water that's coming out. Like I'm so dehydrated. <laughs> like actually that doesn't make any sense. But it was practically, <laughs> it was practically clear. You know, I think when you've been drinking when and you're it's hydrated. Just, there's so much liquid. Yeah. It's, yeah. So basically just little pat drive pulled them up. Kept rallying, got yeah. laid that night as well. So well, thank you, go. got laid with pissy pants. <laughs> pissy pants. Well, you do take the pants off while you're getting laid. So exactly. you didn't get to take them off during that time <laughs> as well. I don't mind. Okay, Nicolette, I want to show you, show you a picture and I want you to describe the picture. This is a picture, uh, a screenshot I took from a dating app. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, just have a look. Tell me what you see. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> okay. Am I describing the picture? Your eyes are drawn tra- straight to the centre of the picture. They yep. are. With the pecker in his pants. Yep. Yep. Describe it. Okay, so very muscular man. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he's pretty ripped. Tattoos just on the tits and the arms, like sort of like a crop top tattoo, yep. if you will. Not on the abs because you wouldn't want to take the tattoo the attention away from the abs. Mm-hmm. So you don't tattoo the abs. Grey sport shorts, say no more, with what looks like a hard erection. A very solid penis. But it doesn't look... <laughs> but there, so- it doesn't... Oh, oh, okay. At first I thought it was coming straight out. Looks like off. It's off on an angle. When you zoom in, it's definitely going off on an angle. But the so he's made it so the rest of his shorts are so tight around the thigh yep. that it perfectly cups his penis. Well, he knows what he's doing. That's for sure. That's no accidental picture. But I am no fool, Nicolette. No, I am no fool. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Shame on me. I scrolled through through to his other pictures. Not the same. Not that, the same. That, Penis size is not replicated in the other well, photos. All right, maybe you got a bit of face tune on there, a little bit of a little bit of editing. But it's so much, hey. This it's so like you don't even look at the rest of him. You just look at it's you're immediately drawn you to do. his penis. And I will say though, if this is his house, because taking it, it's a bathroom mirror selfie. Props to the nicely hanging white towels. You don't see that very often in man's bathroom, which makes me think it's probably a hotel. That looks like a hotel. <laughs> that looks like a hotel. So, I mean, I would give 10 points for the clean bathroom, but I think it's a hotel. Negative 10 points for all the red flags. Yes. It's so, so colourful. What you got from the bathroom, you lose from yourself. <laughs> but. Yeah, but that's the end of my uh, that's the end of my weekend. It's pretty oh, tame. All right. Well, sounds pretty good. Thank you. Mine was pretty busy again. I, honestly, I don't know what's going on lately. Going at three nights in a weekend and I'm not, you know, I'm too old for this. So... Actually, Nicolette, just bring it down. Bring it You're down. going wild. Too much. I'm concerned about your behaviour. I know. You're, you'd think I'm a single gal out, <laughs> on, out on the list. <laughs> um, no, but too busy, right? And then I said, there's a night. All right, I'm going to have real Luke. I'm not going to drink much this weekend. Friday night, had a few drinks, of course. Saturday night, had a few drinks. Sunday, that's it. I am not I'm not doing anything. You said, you said, I, I need some. Gonna I saw some, one message that mm-hmm. said, no, I'm not coming to drinks that were planned. Yep. Few messages deep. All right, I'll be there in ten minutes. <laughs> All right, I'll come. Chris my um, arm. However, I did drive, so you know that's that was my, you know, I had to do it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, anyway, had a spicy mug Sunday. Fucking love a spicy mm. mug. Drink of the summer. If you haven't had one, go do yourself a favor. Go try a spicy mug. Yeah, so great. We used to do margarita Fridays at my old house where that's I lived with my ex boyfriend. Yeah, the view that was lovely. The view that was nice. Mm. Um, shame about the boyfriend though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the what happened to me though, Gabe? Funny story. So, got a new vibrator in the mail, right? What what brand? I actually can't remember the the brand. Anyway, trial it. You know, you're in the human. It's good mm-hmm. to be, um, you know, in tune with your needs. <laughs> so, got a vibrator. Comes in the box. <laughs> Just good to be in tune with your needs. What to notice when you're horny and then have a wank. What do we call it? A wank? I don't know. That sounds a bit a, derogatory. Um, oh, you always pick pick me up under the way I pronounce masturbate. Or what do I say? Masturbate. You say masturbate. I mean, technically, I thought, I don't know, whatever. Anyway, I say masturbate. You say masturbate. masturbate potato, masturbate. potato. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Anyway, got it. It comes, like, it's good because the 
Australia Post doesn't know, right? Because very discreet packaging. Obviously. Because you need to be discreet about sex because it's so taboo. It is so taboo. No one's having sex, so it's good. Um, on the front porch, all good. No one stole it, so that's nice. Took it inside, un- took it out of the box. The actual box, so the wrapping is all like very brown paper, whatever. Discreet. Yeah, discreet, that's the word I was looking for. Take it out of the box. The box, on the other hand, not discreet. So front, the whole picture is on the front of the box. <laughs> Massive picture on the front. So you could not You know it. what product you're getting. You know what product that is. It's there. It's bright purple. It's on the box. I was like, all right. Took it out of the box. Oh, cool. Like, huh, wonder how it goes. Maybe we should give it a try. Oh, where's the plug? Oh, it's not plugged. It's battery operated. Uh, who has three AAA batteries laying around? Anyone? No, because all the all the batteries it's in your remotes are double A. And you know what does have three AAA batteries though? Good. My air conditioning remote. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Take that out, swap it in. Yep. Anyway, chuck the rubbish out. Oh, I just left it like in the like recycling bin pile just next to the door. Later on, this way. <laughs> I go to take out my recycling and it's bin day. So the bin's not at the front door. It's on the street. I've already taken the bin. You've got to walk. You've got to walk the I've dildo box. I've got my packet of recycling. I'm walking down. Throws most of it in. Only for a gust of wind <laughs> to pick up the one box that I don't want blowing down the street. Me, filled with my hands full, the vibrator box, blowing across the footpath. Who happens to walk past? One of my neighbours. Helping, helping hand neighbour goes to pick up the box. <laughs> Passes it to me and we go and pass it and I throw it in the bin. And then they walk inside and I just pretend that I'm still looking at the bin because I don't want to walk up with them. So I'm just chucking in hoping that they didn't have a good look at the box when everyone knows they would have seen it. Yeah, 100%. So now, you know, I've got... They know you're a naked, horny neighbour. <laughs> Now they're going to think I was actually naked in the window so they could, I wanted them to look. They're going to think that. They're going to think I'm throwing out my vibrator box. Ooh, oh, check my out my, oh, the wind's got it. Oh, sorry, my vibrator box. <laughs> Wait, grab the vibrator box. Stop. <laughs> so that was fun. I um, actually have a bit of a similar-ish story. When I was living up in Carnarvon my, and my ex wasn't living there yet, he ordered me a vibrator, but I lived on the same block as the people that owned the house I was living in and then there was their house and they had two young boys. And so they would always get my mail and bring it over oh, to me. that's nice. <laughs> and so the box came and they were like, and I knew what it was, and they were like, oh, my God, what, what's in the box? Can we see? Shaking it. <laughs> can, can we see you open the box? Like, what's in it? They were so excited. And in the moment I was like, oh, can't do this. Cannot open this box in no, front of them. No, you can't. And I was like, it's a oh. dog toy. Um, so I said, oh, Dan's bought it for me. <laughs> he wants me to wait. So I'm going to put it aside and then when he comes up to see me, we're going to open it together, right? That's nice. Thinking they'll forget about it. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> they did not forget. Dan comes up to see me as soon as Dan's gone. So what? Can we see what he got? What he got? <laughs> this is like two months later. I was like, oh. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> Let it go, kids. Let the vibrator box kids go. Kids don't fucking forget either. They no. remember everything. Yeah. Yeah. They tell you. I know. <laughs> anyway, you know what else got into this weekend? Love Island. Yes, we did start watching Love so, Island. So, you know, all you fans out there, Love Island AU started the other night. Do I have my own nine-hour account? No, so I just use Kate still. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah, Even though it's free. It's a free account, <laughs> but she has to use mine because she can't be fucked making an account. <laughs> and then Kate's already watched half the episode. I'm like, oh, I have to skip all the way back. She's ruining where I'm up to because it keeps going to where she's up to. 
really rude, Kate. You know what? It's like, get your own account. That's all. No, but there's some very early red flags for a couple of the guys. What, the mullet guy? Green to him. Green to him. Green flags. But what? Oh, is his name Connor? Um, he's got the shave head real yep. estate agent. Oh, number one. Real red flag agent. number one, real estate agent. Yep. Um, he's just giving real like controlling control for sure controlling vibes yeah 100% and the thing is he thinks that he's like God's gift and he's not God's country he's not there's only one God's country it's me (laughs) it's me but he he reckons he's like you know women love him like and also just for the record I've only watched up to episode three so at time of recording this is just the first two three episodes I've watched we all know reality tv is not always real true what we are being displayed right now is what we are commenting on yep and some real in-depth commentary <laughs> on this one. You know, you can feel the brain cells dying <laughs> as you watch Love Island, but it's fine. I'm into it. Yeah, no. He's just giving me, like, really manipulative. Like, the girl that he's, I think he's partnered with, when as soon as she comes back from a date she's been on with someone else, he gives her the, oh, I can be this emotional guy spiel and gives her this spiel. So she's had, like, an input from another guy and then she's giving this input from this guy again. And she's like, well, what the fuck do I do? Yeah, but and he was like, as well, what she was... Talking to another guy, not doing anything wrong. And then he went and like asked another girl if he would pick her for the next recoupling. Weird thing. If you know, if you watch Love Island, you know what I'm talking about. Mm. And then she came back and was like, oh, like, that's kind of mean. Like, we're together and you just told another girl you'd pick her. And he was like, I love it when you're angry, you know, like, blah, blah, blah. So she's trying to tell him how she feels. And he's like, not make, making a joke about it, not taking yeah. it seriously. And then like twisting it. And then she's like, I think he's a bit manipulative. And then by the end of the conversation, she was like giggling and laughing with him again. Yes. And also he, in like the first episode, they had like, what, a 20 second conversation. And then he just leaned in and started macking out with her full on. Oh, oh I've never used that word. Macking, macking on. Love it. <laughs> bringing it back. <laughs> I was like, babe, that is full yeah. on. If someone tried to do that to me, I'd honestly tell them to fuck off. Yeah. Don't, sh- like consent, babe. Consent. consent. And also actually another thing I noticed. And another thing. And another thing. <laughs> You'll get a go. <laughs> she goes, oh, one of the other chicks was like talking to one of the guys in bed and then she comes up and goes, oh, and then it was so cute. Like he totally asked if he could kiss me. And I was babe. like, it's 2022, babe. We're not giving guys satisfaction for the bare minimum. No. You know? No. So someone should ask if they want to kiss you. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's uh, it's called, uh, it's called this little thing called consent. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it makes you think like the ladies man, the mullet guy, you know, all yep. the ladies fucking him. What separates him from the guy who thinks he's the ladies' man is he's actually he's, a good guy. Yeah, that's and he's what like, it is. Doesn't try to be this like ladies love me, guys mm-hmm. are intimidated by me. He's just like a cool, nice guy. Yeah, and respect, biggest thing. Yeah, great chat, great chat. All right, all right, Kate. Let's kick us off. What is this story called? Called I dated a narcissist, and a little bit more of a serious chat. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit serious. We'll try pop some humour in there. Well, humour is the best coping mechanism. So. It is. Very healthy coping mechanism. That's what I would say. With the trauma, just squash it down. Squash it right squash down. Squash it down. <laughs> Make jokes. Never relive it. And the thing is, and then it'll all be fine. Exactly. And then the thing is, you just keep squashing all on top of each other. It's so packed, you never have to unpack it. No, it's too too tightly packed. Exactly. Can't unpack <laughs> things that are too tightly Don't packed. Don't you hate that? Yeah. <laughs> this one is probably a bit of a... This is a de facto relationship. Oh, I don't know how long we, if we were together for long enough for yeah, that. No, but definitely a nine to five kind of relationship because we were in an in a actual relationship. Yeah, an official. It was official. Not official. for long though. Not for very long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, 
When did you meet this guy? Uh, we met in, I would say, October or November last year. So not long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we met on a Bumble, a dating app. We had actually previously matched on a dating app years and years ago. Um, and then so he had me on Instagram still and then he dated a chick for like two or three years. They broke up. We matched again. Then we like went on a few dates and I'd say we like pretty instantly connected. Hey. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. Yeah. Just from the stories and how quickly we moved. Yeah. And then like two months later, we were in a relationship. A month after that, we decided I was going to move into his place. Two months later, we broke up. So quick well, turnaround time. Quick, <laughs> quick turnaround time. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Life's too short. Keep it moving. Get it going. <laughs> Got to keep it interesting. Got yeah. to keep it interesting. Um, yeah. That's so, sort of how it's how it started. What about like when you first met him though? Like, because obviously this story does not end well. <laughs> well, um, but when you first met them, yeah, Dan, bad any signs? Um, no, no signs. So I all now green flags. All green flags. Oh. I now look at the time. I thought it was all green flags, but mm-hmm. I can now look back and go, so many red flags in there. Yeah, and almost none were green. But <laughs> not even, not even, you know, an amber. Probably, probably a red. All red. But at the time, I thought they were green. He was um, very much like the person that I wanted and needed at that point in my mm. life. He was like spot on ticked with all everything. The boxes. Ticked all the boxes, which I guess I now know why he ticked all of the boxes because I can now tell that he was just trying to be the person that I wanted. Love bombing. Love bombing. Yes, um, he was 100% love bombing me, but not in your typical form of love bombing. Okay. Because like, I guess when people think about love bombing, they think of like buying you lots of gifts and like taking you on holidays. Yeah. And like, it wasn't like that. It was more love bombing in the sense of like, he knew exactly what I wanted. And so he delivered on those. And needed. Yeah. For example, like texting me every day, like, hey, how's your day going? Calling me every night, like booking these nice dinners. Like it was love bombing in that sense. Also being really like opening and welcoming, like come stay at mine, yeah. hang out here. Your friends can stay over. Yeah. Like, and that's what I wanted. Like, and wanting to get to know my family and stuff. They're all the qualities that I wanted with someone and he delivered strong on those. Mm, interesting. Um, I guess we before we get into all of it, I just want to say, I know this is called I dated a narcissist. He's not diagnosed narcissist, <laughs> so I can't really. This is just an assumption These are just made. some traits that we think he displayed. <laughs> yes. However, you know, he's probably out here thinking he has none of them, so whatever. He wouldn't know. Yeah. If we called him a narcissist, he would completely deny it. If he got diagnosed as a narcissist, he'd he still didn't. deny it. <laughs> but you know what? If it looks like a duck... And if it quacks like a duck, it's probably a duck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And how I came to realising that he's 99% probably a narcissist is I had all these experiences and we went through this really fucking horrible breakup. And, like, I guess for a long time – well, not a long time – like a month afterwards, I guess I was trying to, like, link his behaviour with a – label to almost make myself feel better like oh he did this because of this Mm. right and I was like but in my head I was like oh you're just doing that you're trying to come up with a reason for his behavior you want to label him something so I didn't really label him and then I had two weird experiences the first one I was at my beautician having a facial (laughs) well gotta keep the youthful look (laughs) I had to get hot you know I was single I had to get hot somehow have a facial treat yourself so this is after you've broken after we've broken up about a month later and she was telling me she had just been through a breakup and she was like, and he was a narcissist. And she started describing all of these behaviours that he was doing and his her interactions with him. And she was like, he did this and it was it's actually called this. And she's like, these are all the things I've learned. I didn't know all this. And as I was laying there listening to her, I was like, 
holy fuck, you were describing every single aspect of why we broke up, of our relationship, of his behaviour. Babe, are we dating the same person? I honestly was like, what's his name? What's this guy's name? <laughs> Where does he live? Are we both living there at the same time? <laughs> and On that's, rotation. That's when I first was like, oh, okay, maybe he actually is a narcissist. And then, the plot thickens, then I saw a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> Voodoo. <laughs> Voodoo, baby. Um, and to be fair, like I don't super believe in this stuff, but she, this psychic, was spot on about so many aspects of my life. It's weird when that happens. Like she um, I, she doesn't know me. All I did was text her to book in an appointment. She didn't know me from Bar Soap. She pinpointed that we were going to Bali in December. She pinpointed that I, how many weddings I have coming up, where the weddings were, that I'm a bridesmaid for one, what colour dress we're wearing. Whoa, she, weird. She's like spot on, right? And so she reads pictures and she was like, can I see a picture of your ex-boyfriend? So she knew he was my ex and that's it. I showed her a picture of the two of us and she looked at it. She like leant forward. She looked at it for like two seconds, sat back in a chair and went, he's a narcissist. Weird. Yeah. And then she again described mm. our relationship, like him as, a, him as a person, our relationship as it was and the breakup to a T. Wow. So that's why I'm 99% sure he actually is a narcissist. <laughs> Don't you reckon psychics are always like a little bit woo-woo? Like anyone on the outside's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But then like there's like, there's no way to explain it. They get shit right. I mean. She got so much right. Plus we saw that guy get hypnotised that time. And we did see someone get hypnotised. A whole bunch of people and it was wild. So I'm like, you really – and we knew this person and they didn't know the hypnotist. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. Don't knock it exactly. to you, try it. Exactly. Yep. So what are some of the early warning signs then that you might have overlooked? Okay, so early days I remember he was talking about why him and his ex broke up. Ooh. So like what, calling his ex crazy or something? She was crazy. Oh, that's always a bit of a she red crazy. flag. And she cheated on him um, and so she was crazy and they shared a dog together and, you know, she would never let him have the dog and she took all this stuff from him and da-da-da-da-da. So she I was know, crazy. Can I just also put it out there? Don't fucking get a dog. Mm. with someone unless like you're married i honestly reckon unless you've been together five plus years married don't do it every story i've ever heard never ends well mm. yeah wait till you have kids or um, fucking something to keep you closer together yeah <laughs> so that was the first one his she was crazy she hated him right mm -hmm. then he also had um a friend of his move in with him very briefly and he dated her sister and i remember him saying that her sister would not be very happy with her living with him because uh -huh. They dated and, well, she's crazy. Well, she's crazy. Always her. Never. Always her. So Never all him. the old ex-girlfriends crazy. Mm. All of them. All of them. All were made out to not be that nice well, people. Well, there, you know, is an underlying yeah. denominator here. Yeah. And so I guess that was probably mm, one of the things that I was like, oh, that's pretty interesting. But then he said, you know, the ex-girlfriend cheated on him. And I was like, okay, well, yeah, shit happens. And also sometimes people are crazy, as they I are. now know. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like, fuck, now I can't say it to any future well, partner. I said it to someone. I was, he was like, what happened with your ex-boyfriend? And then I said it to him and I was like, and I know that makes me look like a red flag, but actually I think he might have a personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I hate to personality disorders, no. but there are things you can do, you know, to fix that. Yes. Um, I'm also hopeful that um, he doesn't sue me over this. Little bit worried. 
that he might Over come at and he might come at me. Nah. <laughs> How does he know you're talking about him? You could be talking about anyone. Uh, could be so many people. <laughs> Called Daniel out there that are narcissists. Danny boy. <laughs> Danny boy. <laughs> um, okay, but I've actually written down like I guess like a bunch of things that are typically narcissist and like how he was I now know how he was like portraying those behaviors mm-hmm. um but actually maybe before we start Nicolette do you just want to maybe like describe some typical traits of a narcissist sure can and I'm actually an expert on this now after Kate's breakup know, breakup <laughs> we looked at it we did a lot of deep diving yeah. so um and a large sense of self-importance so superiority or a sense of entitlement which he was he honestly thinks he's the most important human being yeah. on this planet and he is he is well, <laughs> no one's busier or more important so no. there you go. Um, preoccupation with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. He did think he was the wealthiest man in the world mm-hmm. as well. Um, a sense of entitlement. That's fucking huge with narcissists, isn't it? Mm, yep. Um, or a belief that they're like special or unique um, and can only be understood by other high status people. So only like wanting to hang out with high high earners, big people, doesn't really give time to the small people out there. Yep. And also like um, narcissists typically have like a huge lack of empathy. Yeah, for and sure. And I will describe an exact situation yep. where I felt that. And lastly, like arrogance. Yep. And arrogance towards attitudes, behaviours, things like that, which is huge as well. Yep. So if we think we're describing you, if you think we're describing you. Maybe. <laughs> Check yourself. Check yourself, mate. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, some of the things that – kind of I now know were typically narcissistic behaviour, typically I'm going to say, but obviously narcissists can be very different, appear in very different ways. I guess the first thing was what I described, like how he was super charming at first and really loved bomb me. Yeah, It was almost like he was like a chameleon, like he changed who he was as a person to, to suit exactly what I needed. Like we instantly connected. It was like when we met, we'd been dating for like six months. We just like really easily got along. And, like, I now know that's not who he is. I will never know who he actually is. He could be exactly. anybody. Could like, be. I don't know his personality. Um, and he also made, like, such an effort to, like, get along with my family and just really, like, foster Which what I was Which is so wanting. important. So, in, yeah, so important for me. Big green flag. Yeah. So he did, like, he was just this charming person. Um, he also really, like, hogged conversations and did all those things about, like, talking about his achievements and how important he is at work and how he does all these great things for his friends and his family. And he would just do them like, because, you know, they're my friends or you could, I'd give them X amount of money because they're just my friends. That's what I would do. And like, like, if you're one of those, like, if you're a genuinely like good person, which I feel like most people we surround ourselves are like, you don't need to go and promote it, how good you are, because like everyone who knows you is like, oh no, they're just genuinely a good person or like they do really well at work or things like that. Like you don't need to openly like shout it from the rooftops because people around you already know that or can see it. Just this like, I guess, super inflated sense of self-importance. Yeah. And like, I think the biggest ick as well is when like people always talk about like how much money they have. And I feel like people with like actual money don't talk about it. They don't. You wouldn't even know. They're wearing like like the oldest shittest t-shirt, a pair of Bodies and no shoes. Literally. It's always the people that are like trying too hard to be like, I make so much money. I'm so rich. And you're like, fucking no one's here. I bought this new house and then I bought this new car and like, mm, boring. uh, Mate. Boring. Like you don't need to hint all the time about how much money you make. And unless you're buying me heaps of shit. (laughs) (laughs) Then you can do it, babe. Then you can talk about it. But don't sit there talking about all your money and then not pay for my (laughs) shit. Thank you very much. (laughs) And I even had these conversations (gasps) with my brother and he was like, he was like, you know, he would never... Tell you how much money he made, but he always hinted that he yeah, was okay. very well off. And I'm sorry, mate, but you're not that well off. 
yeah. unless you're making millions, like come pretty on, pretty average. People make yeah. billions and millions and billions and billions. That's your Elon Musk of money. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. You're like obviously you're doing well off than ninety five percent of the world, but in the scheme of things and the way you made it out, like he made it out, it wasn't really that much money. And also, yeah. who gives a fuck how much money you make? No you're one a shit cares. Human. No one cares. Yeah. He um another thing that I know just I guess is that he lacked empathy. <laughs> I know the story you're gonna tell about this. <laughs> and it's fucking bad. <laughs> so <laughs> and I didn't I actually purposely didn't tell Nicolette this story when it happened because I knew she would be like, babe. <laughs> I was like, get out. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So we went out for dinner once, like very early on with his friends, um, just to like a local restaurant. And it was like probably one of the first couple of times I'd met his friends. So I I guess I wasn't super comfortable with them. We were pretty new, so I guess I wasn't super comfortable and with them. And you're very easy to get along with new people too. So yeah. that's I can a, work a room. You can work a room. I'm known to work a room. All laws on me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so we went to this restaurant um, and his ex-girlfriend was there, right? And she's a babe. Like I've seen pictures from yeah. her. She's hot, right? Um and so I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable. There's people I don't know, their ex-girlfriends there. And I'm, I was like pretty confident in our relationship because that's like a healthy well, approach. Well, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a hornbag. I'm a hornbag. Um, anyway, so when we were there, he kind of like didn't really talk to me. He sat on the opposite side of the table from me and I just felt uncomfortable. So when we got home after the fact, I said to him like, just so we're on the same page, like I actually did feel a bit uncomfortable about tonight and this is why and I told him and then after I told like was quite vulnerable with him and it took me a lot of courage to say that um he like looks at me and goes are you done and then turn the tv on and oh, left it that makes my skin crawl left it at that not even being like oh like okay and I feel like once you get into a relationship with someone Someone tells you they're upset about something, even if you're like, oh, fucking hell, yeah. shut up. You just go, look, I'm really sorry. Like, how can I help you? Blah, blah, blah. All yeah. right, I won't do it again. Even if you don't really mean it, I mean, you should. But if you're just like, oh, I just want to get this over and done with. You just lie. Just lie <laughs> and be like, I hope you're okay. You don't fucking say, are you done? And then go watch TV. Like, that's fucked up. It was so. It was actually pretty fucked up. Um <laughs> And how did that make you feel? I'm pretty good. So upset. <laughs> I wanted to drive home, but I'd had a few drinks, so I couldn't. Oh. And I was like, who is this person? Why is that so mean? Yeah, like hold me and tell me that like, everything will be okay. Or just be like, oh, that's not how it was intended. Um, Literally, it could have been a two-second conversation. Yeah, done. Yeah, for sure. Oh. And then there was another time when we were like, <laughs> when we were actually going through the breakup and I was so upset and hurt because at the time I thought I had fucked up which I now know I hadn't. I'd actually yeah. just tried to communicate healthily in a relationship, but exactly. whatever. And I was like sobbing, like ugly girl. <laughs> <laughs> ugly crying. <laughs> snot fucking going oh, not out. the snot bubble. The puffy the eyes. <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> and he did nothing. He yeah. looked at me. That's and, so weird. And for me to see anybody, even someone I don't know, I saw a girl crying at the gym once and my heart broke and I went over to her and like gave her yeah, a hug. Yeah, I know. Like to see anybody you know it's cry. It's human nature to ch like to ask if someone's okay. To care. Yeah. And he just, he didn't give a fuck. So like lack of empathy for sure. And um, I tried to, like after that, I would try to be like, why didn't you care when I was crying? And he was like, oh, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, what do you mean? You didn't know what to do when someone was crying? Are you calling me a narcissist? <laughs> and at oh. the time I was like, no. Well, I didn't say it. <laughs> I did not say well, it. Well, I was going to say you brought it up. <laughs> I also reckon, and like, you know, 
I just reckon, do you reckon these people grow up with like not much love in their household? I don't know. I was like, how do you raise someone to like not care when you're crying? You know what I mean? Like, are they just not raised with anyone caring or like what? Mm. Or is it just who they are that they like feel awkward and uncomfortable and don't want to do anything? I think there's a multitude of reasons why narcissists become narcissists. Yeah. I think some of them is like not getting enough love. Some of them is just like maybe their developmental stages were impacted. There's so much to it, which I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to try. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not going to try. No. <laughs> Google it. Yeah. Okay. So the fourth thing that I now know is he used to like neg me all the time, like exhibit heaps of negging. Um, and basically negging is like when you purposefully kind of insult someone yeah. to kind of boost your own ego and your own um, uh, like make them feel shitter. So yeah. basically he would insult like me. like poppy syndrome. Yeah. But basically he would insult me and I'd be like, oh. Okay, and then I'd try and, like, do more things to impress him because yep. he was never satisfied with what I was Because you're doing. never going to meet his needs. So yeah. you're always, like, uh, it, it, like The only way I can think is, like, how could you insult your partner? Surely like, the only way I can see is him, like, doing it to, yeah, get me to put him on a higher pedestal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, he's like, I'm up here. Like, I make more money than you. So yeah. when you get to my level, like, don't tr- – like, I can treat you however I want. Yeah, and it was even down to, like – how I dressed, my sense of humour, like my music that I listened oh, sorry, to. Sorry, your sense of humour. What? I know. Hang on. I'm fucking Back hilarious. It up. Back it up. That's fucked. <laughs> I was like, I'm personally yeah. offended by When that. you insult my sense of humour, you're you insulting mine. sense of humour. I'm taking that very personally. <laughs> and it was even like, um, so me and Nicolette also have another business together, just a couple of business conglomerates in the house tonight. <laughs> and it was even like, instead of being supportive about the business, I guess he kind of was, but he one time said to me, oh, you're never going to make any money from that. Like, just be supportive. Look, bro, even if we do it for a few years, it doesn't work out. Like, fuck off. (laughs) Yeah. Like, not saying it's not going to, it's already taken off anyway. But, like, you, like, keep it to yourself. And, like, Zach, Nicolette's partner, he is like our biggest fan. He really is. He's ready to retire now because we're taking (laughs) off. (laughs) He wants to be stay at home dad. (laughs) (laughs) Play golf, he reckons. Yeah. Baby to his jets. Yeah. But I guess, like, that negging just created this, like, really unequal power balance between us. Yeah. Um, Okay, one of the biggest things is gaslighting. Oh, you see this everywhere, but fuck, it's so common. Yeah. And obviously gaslighting happens in like any relationships yep. too. It's not just like And romantic. you can do it without knowing. Like for sure. Sometimes for sure. you can actually gaslight and then be like, oh, fuck, I didn't realise I was even doing that. Yeah, so it's like a form of manipulation or emotional abuse. So it's like people say things like tell blatant lies, um, falsely accuse others, like try to distort your reality as well. Yeah. Um. It's like a hallmark for trait of a narcissist. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's one – so, yeah, he – I guess he was very good. And also wh- with his work, he he's very good at, like, what manipulating people and getting what he wants as part of his job. Is he a real estate agent? So he was very good at, like, gaslighting and manipulating. But, like – and there was a few times where I called him out and I would be like, you are manipulating what I'm saying. The words that I'm saying to you and then you're saying them back, they're not the, – they're not the same thing. They've not yeah. got the same meaning. You were changing the intent of my words entirely. And I think when I called him out on that, he did not fucking like that at all. The only um, people that get super offended with that are people that like probably know that they're doing it. Yes, which I think. If you didn't know you're doing it, you'd be like, what the fuck's that? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. How am I, like, what, what does that mean? Yeah. Whereas like, if you know it, you're like, oh my God, no, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. Weird. How dare you say that I'm manipulating yeah. you? That was the response I got. But no, there was this one time where um, I like... I was feeling a bit like, so 
in our relationship, he never like once said that he liked me or he loved me or he was into me or I was attractive or anything like that. That's so weird. And I don't need compliments. I'm very sure of myself. But in a relationship, it is nice. Like it's just nice to compliment people. For sure. Like, it should just be the first thing that comes out of your mouth every time you see them. Yeah. And so one day I like sat him down. I was like, look, I'm just feeling a little bit um, upset, I guess, because I would I'd, I, I feel like I want a little bit more from you. I'm just not sure where I stand and I would like – this and I was like and all I really need is maybe just like an extra hug every now and then or just to say I look nice just something just give me something mate yeah and in that conversation he somehow in a very smart way because he's very intelligent manipulated the whole thing and by the end of that conversation I was apologizing profusely for um because he sort of said that I didn't like him enough I wasn't happy with him um that I didn't want to be with him, all these sorts of things, which were so far from the truth. I was like, obviously liked him so much, I was asking for more. Um, yeah, seriously. And so I, at the end of that conversation, I was apologising. I was so like upset and angry so at myself. So it's like turned it around. Completely turned yeah. the whole scenario around. Instead of a normal scenario where you would say, this is my problem, the other person would be like, okay, I feel you. How can we work on this together? And like, honestly, even just what we're talking about in the beginning with Love Island, that was so what happened. Like she was like, this is how you made me feel. And in the end, she was the one apologising yes. to him being like, yeah. oh, okay, well, I guess you didn't mean it that way. I took it the wrong way. And yeah. you're like, hang on a second. No, you had a point. And rewind, now, rewind. Just, and I wonder if she's watching that back. I wonder if you could watch that back. Yeah. Fucking hell. So, and I only realised this a couple of weeks when I was thinking about it. The most fucked up thing happened after this. It wasn't that, I mean, that bit was fucking horrible. But after that, after this conversation where I was apologising and I felt really shit, I just remember him having this real like elated excitement and almost like an aggressive level of excitement like he was fucking g'd up Weird. like we were driving around and he was pumped up and I'd never seen that part of him before and the only thing I can think of is like in that moment he got what he want and he realized that he could do that to me and he was fucking pumped <laughs> so about it knew. he was like fuck yeah this is the start it was that's the only way I can describe it I just remember being in the car and he was it was like he was on steroids or something, man. It was crazy. That's and I was so like, weird. this is a bit weird. But at the same time, I was feeling like I'd really f- hurt him. So I was just like, the behavior like was- were ma- glad that he was happy. Well, the behavior was making me feel uncomfortable, but I didn't say anything. Yeah. But now I look back and I'm like, it's just like he was really pumped up. He got what he wanted. Yeah, so weird. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Okay, number six. There's so many. <laughs> he, um, a biggest thing is that he was right about- everything and he could never apologize right ever and I think I remember telling you sort of like towards the end nearly when we broke up that I one day was like I just need I cannot I said I cannot be with someone that can't take accountability and someone yeah, that yeah, can't apologize and you can't be the one in a relationship always apologizing like mm. obviously the one that always fucks up sure but like in your situation if you know you haven't done anything wrong but you're just apologizing to keep the peace mm. not worth it yeah and like yeah, so I just was – I was always the one apologising. I can't tell you how many times I apologised yeah, for stuff. Yeah, you did a lot. He never once said sorry. I don't think he had that word's even in his vocabulary. I didn't even think he said thank you when you apologised. No. Just like walked off. He stonewalled me. Yeah, he did. So bad, which we'll talk about in a minute. <laughs> but, like, even – I remember him telling me earlier on that um, his ex-girlfriend told him that he was gaslighting her. And he told me this and he was like, no. And then I did my research and I definitely wasn't gaslighting So he's her. already heard it before. Yes. So he knows what if it is. you've done it, like if the second girl's telling you that, mm-hmm. maybe it's you. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's suddenly these two girls. It's definitely you. Yeah. And he'd also told me a separate go- girl had um, told him that he was manipulating her. So towards the end of the breakup, I'm going, hang on a second. Hang on. I'm saying you have gaslit me. Another person said you gaslit her. Yep. Somebody else has said you manipulated her. I like common Who's denominator. Yeah. Who's the common denominator? Bro? No, no, it's no. You. It's not me. So oh. he just happened to pick three super crazy chicks. Yeah, well, we're all crazy. We're all crazy. We're all crazy. Um, and I actually had a look back today at some of our text messages during the during the breakup, oh, and he said things like, "I remember, I like in the text message, I was just like." I'm apologising. Like, I've said sorry. I am sorry. I'm apologising to you. But I also need you to apologise as well for, like, take accountability. And I've got – he says, I would appreciate your apologies more if it didn't come with a requirement for me to apologise also. Bro, that's the point of apologising. It's two ways. You go for it. Like, ah. And and again, in that moment, I was like, say sorry. And making you go crazy because then you're like, fuck, am I overreacting? And then you're second guessing everything, and that's yeah. like all gaslighting as well. So yeah, during the the I guess the the actual breakup was fucked up. It was it was bad. Hey, like yeah, I um I think I probably lost like ten kilos. Literally, you was so skinny. Yes, but the fact no, that he didn't even care either. Um, <laughs> yeah, he did not care that I was skinny. I one day I we um we were I was trying to take him out for dinner to so say sorry oh for God, something yeah. I hadn't even done and I had you know your pair of skinny jeans that only fit you when you're really skinny yeah and you don't want to throw them out but you're like oh they'll fit me one day yeah they I never do I was fitting I could fit into them but they were actually way too big so they were high waisted but they were sitting at my hips so they're probably a size six sitting Jesus, at my hips that's tiny. and I remember I was like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give it a, give it a nudge and see if he responds and so I put them on and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And he was like, what? And I was like, pulled my pants up and I was like, nothing fits me anymore. And then like dropped them and they and they slumped down and he, not a word, looked, yeah. watched the whole thing and just picked up his phone and kept going. Jesus. Crazy. That is fucking insane. To not care or, yeah. But the fact that like they, they will never be the one to then break it off. So like they know they're having all these fights and all this sort of stuff, but then they're just like, well, I guess that's a stonewalling, right? So then well, just like, when, when we were going through the breakup, I called my sister-in-law and I was like, I'm saying sorry for stuff I haven't done. I'm trying to make it up to him. Like I'm taking, I want to take him out for dinner. I'm doing all these nice things to show that I care and I'm writing him letters and da, 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 da for things that. You don't even know why you're writing well, them Well, I hadn't done anything wrong. Yeah. He did not like that. I called him out on his behavior and then yeah. he twisted it and said that, you know, I was so hurtful with my words when I said he was manipulating me that he couldn't recover from it. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> but she was like, and I was describing him like the way I would like say something to him to talk about it. Yeah. And he would just like ignore me, um, just like he stonewalled me. And it basically it was him refusing to communicate back with me, which obviously when you're upset or angry about someone, when someone refuses to communicate back, it makes you more angry. For sure. It's like, like the classic, like when you're in a fight and someone's like, you just need to take a breather mm. and then all you do is just fucking erupt because you're like, yeah. don't you tell me to calm down yeah, yeah. when we're in this fight together. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it would be like me like saying, um, well, that's really hurtful. And then it'd be like, you know, oh, no, I'd be like, what? when he'd be like, and why is it hurtful? And remember when he used yeah, to Yeah, making him explain it. Yeah, and why? And like, well, what do you mean by that? Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? 
What do you mean when I say you can't take accountability? What do you think I mean by that? I mean, you can't take yeah. fucking accountability. Yeah. And I guess it all tied in with the full baiting me as well yeah. in arguments, baiting me. And then saying like, you would just scream at me down the hall and like I'd never raise my voice at him once. Because yep. like, for sure. Um, because I'd done that in a previous relationship and I just thought like, I can't do that again. And I guess what, how it all came like crashing down between us is I kind of realised that some of the behaviours weren't okay. And I started to call him out on them. Yeah. I started to be like, well, you can't take accountability or I need someone that can work on these issues with me. Um, you can't like you can't talk to me like that. Like things like that, like actually sticking up for myself. Yeah. And he could not fucking stand it. It was like I was the devil. Yeah. I was honestly the devil. And I know that he absolutely fucking hates me because I know he has told his like friends and family oh, of course. that I'm just the the worst, the worst person and it's even like so, uh, his ex-girlfriend cheated on him which is fucking horrible no one deserves that yeah but he hates me more than he hates her yeah he doesn't like he does not it's, it's like because she cheated on him he's got the upper hand he's the good guy in the scenario so he d- doesn't really bother him yeah he's still the good guy but For with sure. me I was like your behavior is poor and not okay so I am the worst person here. And it's probably because he's been called these things before. So, like, you're probably the third person that's done it that he's just, like, nap and, like, absolutely lost his mind over it. Like, yeah, he just cannot handle the fact that another person's calling this and he can't see that he's like that. Yeah. But I tell you what, Nick, when you haven't eaten in about two months and when you're that badly gaslit and manipulated, you do some crazy things. <laughs> well, you probably do, yes. I did some <laughs> – I think I did some crazy, crazy things. But, like, I had – I had no sustenance. My I was so manipulated in my own mind and confused about even like the world around me during this breakup. <laughs> I was honestly, I was yeah, tapped. you're pretty out of it. I, I was so say. tapped. Yeah, but as well, like it's like it's like someone constantly pushing someone else down and then wondering why they're suddenly going crazy. Yeah, and you're like because you've treated them like shit for the last three months. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. So, so then what? Then you finally after all this. We're, well, he thinks he broke up with me. Okay. Wow. Um, after he said to me, after all the things you've called me, I just can't look past it. Wow. And there you go. Yeah. I said, yeah. So that's how <laughs> it ended. You may have ended. called him a few things, but you know what? <laughs> Probably just Some swear them. words were used. Some swear words. Um, which I'm not proud about, but it happened. But um, now that like, what about now that like the fog is cleared oh, and you realise these things? I just, it, I just, I'm so grateful that I had the skills <laughs> And the knowledge to actually call him out. and For sure. And otherwise I would still be with and him. And some people do. Yeah. He'll find someone that will stay with him. Yeah. And I, I feel sorry for that person because I think they're going to be with him and they're going to be miserable, but they're not going to be able to know why. Yeah. And that is just sounds like such a horrible or thing. Or they'll never be miserable because they'll never stand up for themselves. So they'll always just be treated poorly. Yeah. And won't, yeah, won't realise that they're being yeah. treated like shit. And I think that's why he was with his girlfriend before me for so long is she just couldn't realise. And then I think she was like, well, my op- only option out is to cheat. Yeah. Like, could be. And that's the only way I can like think of yeah. it. But, like, I feel sorry for him because I know, like, he's never going to be 100% happy or the person that he wants to be. Yeah. And he's never going to be able to give someone else what they deserve as well. So, I like, I feel a bit, like, pretty bad for him. Yeah. Um, Because he's never going to be fulfilled but in anything. As, and as well, with these relationships, it's always hard because as someone on the outside of seeing this, mm. I think it's hard to actually notice it because you sort of – they're obviously a different person when they're around their friends. He was or a totally your different person around you and Zach. Yeah, so then when people then like talk about it, you're like, oh, 
And you're like, oh, wow, really? Like, I'm surprised they said that. Or mm. you're kind of shocked to hear it, which is how, like, they can kind of get away with it. because And how his friends and family would have no idea no, about the person he, he is. He doesn't treat his friends and family like that, which is then why all these ex-girlfriends or whoever it is gets labelled, like, the crazy person because everyone's like, well, he's so normal and would never do those things. Yeah. She must be batshit crazy because they don't yeah. see it that way. And you know what? I'll let him call me batshit cra- crazy. That's, like, heaps better than being with him. So... <laughs> I'll, I'll take, take that. it. I'll, I'll take, take it. it but sure. I guess if anyone is listening that feels like maybe they're with someone that exhibiting some of these signs, Horns. Um, I guess some things like if you do want to break up with them and yeah. you don't like have to, but if it's a thing that you want to do, I guess just always like reminding yourself, you deserve heaps better, hey. If Are you're you- not happy in your relationship, leave. If someone is treating you like shit, you deserve so much better. Yeah, and if this rings a bell, some of the things we've spoken about, mm-hmm. maybe just go chat to someone about it. You don't have to leave them straight away. Yeah. Maybe go talk to a therapist or, you know, nothing wrong with seeing a therapist. Every man and his dog sees a therapist these days. It's great. Chat about your feelings. Talk about it. Get some advice. And even, like, talk Perfect. to your friends. Like, I came to Nick at one stage and I was like, what do I do? Like, I was, I was like, like, fucking leave. I was like, give me <laughs> the hard truth. Like, don't tell me what I want to hear. Yeah. And she was like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Get out. Leave. Because you could see the, the change in your friends too. So if your friend's going through this, you don't have to be like, well, your partner shit, leave them. But be like, hey, is everything going okay? Like, mm. why don't you, you know, maybe try this. Is everything all right at home? Like, how can I help? Is everything all right in your relationship? Sort of set, you know, bait them to see what they say. Yeah. And then Use that there. narcissistic skill of baiting. <laughs> On your friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's healthy. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, that's my story. I did date a suspected narcissist. Suspected narcissist. Um, I just hope that no other girl, he does it. I hope he doesn't. I hope he learns and doesn't do this again to somebody else because it's horrible and yeah. not nice. Um, but I don't think he will. So, huh. There we go. Make me crazy. I will go crazy and I'll talk about it in a podcast. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, like, honestly, since leaving, I'm, like, Oh, so much happier. You're a whole new woman. Whole new woman. There you go. I'm back, baby. Who's back? Don't settle for less. Nope. Settle for more than you're worth. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's all we have time for today. We are still releasing our podcast weekly. I think we're almost coming to the end of season one. We might be. Potentially. We don't know. We, we haven't got a plan. We bonus episodes in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't plan anything. So you know what? Fuck it. We'll Fuck do it. what we want. Um, yeah. So we're obviously we just keep talking about the ins and outs of dating. Um, actually, mostly my dating life. And we have had some a few questions lately. So maybe we can even do a fun episode about that. Yeah. From all the fans out there. Mostly our TikTok fans. Big shout out to the TikTok fame out there. Hello. And the Sydney huge. listeners. All of the Sydney listeners. Yeah. You're our biggest listeners at you the are. moment. So we got you. the stats. We can see it. Yeah. Um, and again, please, Dan, don't come for me. I'm scared of you. Nah. <laughs> all right. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at DeFacto, where we post cool stuff in general. See you next time. Over, Over and out. out.